You are listening to Awaken the Goddess. Join me, Trines, as I interview lightworkers who are bringing their gifts to the world for the upliftment of humanity. Listen to their inspiring stories of courage and dedication to follow their hearts and to manifest their dreams. Welcome to Awaken the Goddess. Thank you for joining us. Today, our special guest is Tammy Lyons of Inner Bliss Yoga Studios, located in Cleveland, Ohio, and the greater Cleveland area. Tammy has been on her path to spread the love of yoga for almost 20 years now. She opened her first studio in Lakewood, Ohio in January of 2002. A year and a half later, she moved that studio to the city of Rocky River. Since that time, Tammy has opened two more yoga studios, one in Westlake, Ohio, and the other in downtown Cleveland. The Inner Bliss Yoga Studios have helped to raise the conscious awareness of the tremendous benefits of yoga for the mind, the body, and the spirit. Tammy has played an influential and indispensable part in building a community for yoga within the city and the surrounding areas. At Inner Bliss Yoga, you will learn the practice of vinyasa yoga. There are classes for the entire family, including mothers-to-be. If you would like more information about the classes offered at Inner Bliss Yoga Studios, please visit their website at innerblissyogastudio.com or follow Tammy on Instagram at Tammy at Inner Bliss Yoga. That's T-A-M-M-Y-A-T-I-N-N-E-R-B-L-I-S-S-Y-O-G-A. Also, you can check them out on Facebook. Just search for Inner Bliss Yoga Studio or Believe in CLE. Without further ado, here's Tammy. Welcome to the show, Tammy. How are you today? I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. That's wonderful. We are so happy to have you on Awaken the Goddess. Tammy, you have an incredible bio. You have done some beautiful things within the Cleveland community. I've heard all about you, definitely from Maryland. (laughs) She loves your classes, Mm, and she raves about all of the work you've done to build the consciousness of yoga in Cleveland. Mm. It's just been a beautiful ride for you. Tell me, what was it about yoga that made you so passionate about it? What drew me in to the practice was the feeling that arose with conscious, deliberate breath and a great awareness to the movement. The combination of those two practices together allow the mind to still for moments at a time. And for me, at that time in my life when I discovered yoga, it was the first time I was able through my body to access stillness in my mind. Wow. that's I've heard a lot of people say that. They have some pretty tremendous experiences once they experience that for the first time. So that must be what drew you into yoga. I felt that if I had that experience, then it would be a similar experience for others. And I became very committed to building a place where others could experience that same stillness of the mind. So when did you realize that yoga was part of your spiritual path? I realized in the beginning that as my mind became quiet, there was room for something else. And I definitely came to yoga through the body. So the physical practice drew me in. Mm -hmm. And all of the other physical endeavors that I had 
experimented with over my life, running, swimming, mountain biking, lifting weights. been very athletic. I had had been very athletic. So my body had been certainly a reference point for me all along. But the deliberate breath and the conscious movement took me to a different place that allowed me for the first time to realize that there was room and a need for something bigger in my life. So we could call that God, we could call it the divine, we could call it living in a higher consciousness. And so through the body, through the practice of asana being on my mat, all of a sudden my heart began to open. And I believe that that's not an unusual experience for people as they begin a serious committed yoga practice. And Mm. as the heart opens, we become softer around the edges and we are more receptive to the divine messages that often are present for everyone, but but we miss them because we're so distracted. Exactly. Being still. So how has yoga transformed your life? Before yoga, I was in a constant state of confusion. And after yoga, I am guided by my intuition. Wow. Before yoga, I was living in a state of doubt. After yoga, I still have moments of doubt. But most of the time, I live in a state of trust and faith. Before yoga, I was very anxious and often distracted after yoga, I am able to focus and be present when I need to be. Wow. So you just spoke of faith. So what was your biggest reason when you go to open a business for yourself, you have to have faith? (laughs) Yeah, lots of it. So what was your biggest reason for opening your first yoga studio? When I decided to do my teacher training, which at that time, so this is almost 18 years ago, crazy. Yeah, super old. At that time, there was not a lot of yoga spaces in Cleveland. And I went to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware for almost three weeks, and I did an immersion-style teacher training. And I had such an incredible experience in that space. It was a little studio a couple blocks from the beach. But held within that space, I felt that that is how we take our walls down, to be in a sacred space. So when I left my teacher training, in my mind, I developed a business plan that I felt could allow me to open a space that was similar to where I had done my training. I really just wanted to continue practicing in a sacred space like I had done at my teacher training. Okay. And I knew that that space didn't exist currently. Wow. So I became very focused on building that. That's beautiful. So you wanted to continue what you were feeling through your own experience and bring it here to yes. Cleveland. Very interesting. So why are you so passionate about creating a community for yoga in Cleveland? I really just believe in the practice so greatly, so thoroughly, so deeply that in the beginning, I just wanted to share it with as many people as possible. And so growing a community is really the best way to share any practice. Common people, people come together for common reasons and have an experience together. It's contagious. You know, we're energetic beings and the energy is contagious. So I don't know that I actually set out, I don't know that there was ever a moment that in my mind I said, I want to create a community. I really just wanted to share the practice that had changed my life. That's beautiful. I feel the same way about belly dance. Yes. The exact same way. So I totally understand that. What are some of the most profound gifts of yoga? 
I believe that quieting the mind for moments where we can connect to our source is the most profound gift of yoga. Mm. Through breath and movement or asana, time on the mat, whether you're moving in a very powerful way, whether you are moving in a very soft way, the deliberate breath and the awareness to the movement is undeniably a way to still the mind. In the world that we're living in right now, to me, that's the most profound gift Mm. is to have moments of stillness in the mind. But of course, there are many other benefits. I believe the physical benefits of relaxing the nervous system, improving sleep, being able to move your body through a range of motion that allows you to then experience life through a range of emotion is very important. I believe that being in a room full of others, the as we just talked about, the community aspect, that's one of the top 10 things that creates happiness for people mm. is the community and experiencing that's deep. something mm-hmm. of, of that nature together. Right. The music, you know, we laugh, we fall over, we get back up, right. we open, we close, we have moments of feeling powerful, we have moments of feeling incredibly weak and sharing all of that together in a room with four walls yeah. with others is, is deeply affecting. And the de-stressor can not be denied. Can not be, yes. Today, people are under too much stress. Yes. So So the deep breathing is, you know, you you could do that in your car, but you don't. Coming to class and having a teacher take you through that practice is really valuable. With that community. Yeah, with the community. Exactly. It's the other people in the room that help create that energy, the synergy within that practice. Yes. And we always say, when you give yourself permission Mm -hmm. to rest in child's pose, for example, you inspire everyone around you to do the same. You know, when you give yourself permission to push past your self-imposed limitations, you inspire everyone around you to do the same. And that can be translated out into the world in the very same way. Yes. When you give yourself permission to live your dreams, to move forward in your life, then you encourage others to do the same. It's a mirror. I love it. What would you recommend that children, or would you recommend that children actually practice yoga? Absolutely. yeah. I I ask myself sometimes, how would my life have been different if I had discovered yoga earlier? Because I was in my 30s when I discovered yoga. So... I believe for kids, and even if they don't necessarily understand the full concept, just taking some deep breaths and resting in Shavasana and having that feeling of breathing in and raising their arms over their head and just even just the very simple pieces of the practice can be transformational for building a child's awareness of their breath, for building confidence in the way that they move their body. So I feel if you can get your children to a kid's yoga class, you're doing them a huge favor. I agree. I agree. We also implement yoga with the children in the school. Yes. And I see such an incredible change. And then, of course, we use the meditation as well. Yes. But their whole behavior is, is beautiful to see how they've grown. I love it. Now, what challenges did you have to overcome to believe in your vision to open a yoga studio? But now you have three of them. So you had to overcome some challenges. Share that with us a little bit. It's in, That's an interesting question for me. In the beginning, I, I was so clear on my vision and I was so supported by my husband. We made it work for us. It was not easy, but the challenges at that time were in in my opinion, were were minimal. 
as we have grown, the challenges have grown. <laughs> Sounds I, about right. <laughs> I'm not a business person. I have a degree in English and I am self-taught. And so as we've grown, the business challenges have proved to be difficult for me mm-hmm. to manage. Yet I have never stopped believing in the practice and there has not been any single challenge while there have been many that have thrown me off the path. Right. But the challenges for me, given my background and my educational history, have been really related to the business okay. and just my, my lack of institutional knowledge, you could say. I've been lucky enough to surround myself with people who support me and who you know, try to help me ma- navigate those pathways. But right. for me, that is the biggest challenge is you know, we now have 45 employees, wow. s- a staff of 45. And we have you know, an enormous financial obligation every month with right. three spaces. Right. And navigating that piece has been very difficult for me. Right. It definitely shows that you have grown in your knowledge of business in order to open three studios because to go from one then to the second then to the third means that you've been growing in your experience but like you said as you grow the challenges grow as well yeah and um but in 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 another sense what challenges did you have to overcome in just believing Mm. that you could do it I believed in the practice so thoroughly that I just felt that I was being guided by something bigger. Mm. And in those first few years, which were the hardest in terms of building a business that could sustain itself, I just often would be reminded by little messages and signs and intuitive moments that this practice was worth my effort. It was worth the effort. I had kids in the middle of, of all of it. I found out I was pregnant with my oldest son, Cooper, a day after I signed my first lease. Wow. And so I was pregnant with him the first year. And then I had to have a C-section, which as a yoga teacher, you know, is is challenging. And so I think aside from the business piece, raising my children and being present for them, being present for my husband and my family, that those are challenges that creep up for sure. Exactly. But I, but never never a lack of belief. So I'm lucky. Beautiful, in that. beautiful. Lucky in that. That's beautiful. Women, women have a lot of challenges. You have a lot of hats to wear. Yeah. So I totally understand that. How did your life change once you opened your first studio? Well, if you own a business, as you do, you never stop working, and that is something that no one can really explain to you when you're on, you know, when you're about to to venture into that world. Um, It's different when you are responsible for not just a physical space, but for people who work at your space and your students and the integrity of which you make your decisions. All of those things are never ending. They don't, you don't leave your office and stop thinking about work like you do oftentimes when you have a, a different kind of job. Right, right. So my life changed in that I don't believe I've stopped working since <laughs> I opened the studio almost 17 years ago. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I've never taken a vacation where I haven't worked while I was on vacation. Oh. And, but but I love what I do so much that that does offset. Right. I don't, that's not a complaint. Well, I would belly dance anywhere I went. So yeah. It- <laughs> Yeah, you're you always know, thinking about it. Exactly. It's something you love, so it's never work. Yeah. It's a labor of love. It is a labor of love. Yeah, I agree. 
Now, do you have any regrets on your path? My only regret is if early on I had been able to envision the growth, I would have taken the time to do some higher education in business studies. Preparation. Preparation. But it's okay because you expand as you need to. Yeah. Yeah. When I started homeschooling my children, I had Ugh. no idea what I was getting myself into, but I was listening to spirit. And as I went along and I'm like, my God, how long has it been since I've done trig? Or, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I went back to school in, in the middle of teaching them uh, and to get my higher sciences and maths again, because I totally forgot at that point. But it was beautiful. It was a beautiful experience for all of us. Well, I think like you and I have some many things in common, but one of them is trusting that it is all going the way it's supposed to go. So is that a regret or is it just an observation that perhaps would have made things a little bit easier? Right, right. that's true. You think so. Maybe. (laughs) He might not have. He might have quit and said, no, I'm never going to open a business. (laughs) No, you know, because it could scare you. Yes. It could scare you. So the universe guides you the way you need to go. You jump in and you don't know how deep the water is. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. mostly the, the way they work anyway, from my experience. Yes. I'm like, oh my goodness, what did I get myself into? Or what spirit, what did you get me into? <laughs> yes, exactly. So what advice would you give to our audience today about following their dream? and believing in themselves, and just doing it. I would say taking the time and doing the introspective work to determine what it is that fills you up. And once you have determined, maybe your love is creating jewelry, let's say. And once you have determined like this creative process, you know, making things and giving them, you know, seeing people wearing them, it it just lights me up. It brings out the best in me. Once you have determined that, then spending the time to create what you want your days to look and feel like, how you want your work to show up in the world, having faith that if you've done those preparations, that your gifts are meant to be shared in this way and that you are divinely inspired. The doubts will come, but they will also go. And if you can surround yourself with people who also believe in you to Mm -hmm. pick you up, when you get overwhelmed by your doubts, people who can remind you, you do have something worthwhile to share. No matter what life throws at you, you can't forget that you have these gifts and you are destined to share them. And with, you know, turning your back on that is simply ignoring and defeating your own spirit that's literally like screaming in your ear to get out, to be recognized. Yeah, to bring your gifts to the world. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Thank you, Tammy, so much for Thank bringing you. your gifts to the world and really facing those challenges head on because you are a goddess. <laughs> I love it. Thank I you. I love it. And you are doing a beautiful job because I see your students and they're happy and they're healthy mm-hmm. and you're just sharing your energy with them, your light. And thank that's you. all we can do. That's all we can do. So thank you so much for your contribution. Thank you. And thank you for following your dream. Oh, thank you. And for listening to your, your inner guides and, you know, yeah. your, your spirit. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I, I definitely believe that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And for sure. wonderful people like you. So it's been such a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Awaken the Goddess. For more information on our guest today, please visit us at awakenthehealing.com or follow us on Instagram at awakenthehealing, on Twitter at Awaken for Life, and on Facebook at Awaken the Healing. Please subscribe to our podcast to receive alerts of new episodes. We look forward to sharing more stories of transformation with you and our next episode of Awaken the Goddess.